Sneaker lovers, it's all about hype this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, sneaker fam? Welcome back to Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast. I am your host, Matty Ice, and I hope that this finds you well. Hope that you enjoyed last week's episode about what is an old head in sneakers. Honestly, I feel like the reception to it was great. When I brought the show back, I wasn't really sure what kind of a listenership there was going to be after all this time. I did mention that there were a lot of listeners in the time period in which the show was not on the airwaves. And bringing it back and seeing the reception for last week's episode just was very, very humbling. So a big thank you, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I've listened to the episode a couple of times since then, and I listened to some of the things that I said, specifically in my mind, what constituted an old head. And one of the things that I mentioned in that episode, I used the word a couple of times and it was hype. And it got me to thinking about what is hype. Really, if you think about it, I think we constitute hype as what we see in the media and I guess and on social media and all that kind of a thing. But if you really think about it, what is hype by definition? And by definition, hype is extravagant or extensive publicity or promotion. And if you think about the sneaker world, I think hype isn't really a word used in a specific sense. And I want to get into that a little bit. When you think about the idea of things that are hyped outside of sneakers, generally speaking, what we see is that it's items, shows, commodities, whatever, that are in our commercial airspace. And I say commercial airspace is in things that we see on our television, things that we see or hear on our radio stations. I mean, even on podcasts that you listen to, you probably hear ads for certain services, items, whatever, even other podcasts. And those are hype pieces, if you think about it, because they're being commercialized, they're being advertised. But I thought about what it is to be hype in sneakers today. And I think I only thought of hype in the general sense as things that people want from people that are recognizable. But really, can hype be more applicable to sneakers as a whole? And let me give you an example. When you think about hype sneakers, if you're listening right now, I want you to write down five people or five designers that you think put out hype material or that their sneakers are hyped. I can tell you some of the names that come off my mind. First thing, Travis Scott. And I think Travis Scott is easily the most hype sneaker designer today. And I think there is no question, and we'll get into that a little bit. I think anything from Off-White, anything from any type of rapper or any type of celebrity, those are the things that come to my mind. And when I think about hype, I honestly feel that hype is given to pieces that are more recognizable because of the people that they are associated with, maybe the boutique union, Ama Manier, instead of necessarily the shoe itself. But then when I thought about those pieces, if you think about it today, how hard is it to get sneakers on the whole? It is almost impossible. And this is not a complaint. And I know I mentioned that in many previous episodes and I talk about it a lot, but I think that it is paramount and very central to the idea of what hype is because today it's so impossible to get sneakers on a release day It's nearly impossible to get them physically in a store unless you know somebody. And to me, that is because it has been so commercialized and so marketed. And if you think about the way that marketing has changed over time, let's think about the old heads for a second. I mentioned as part of that episode that an old head is somebody who longs for times past. And I think in sneakers specifically, I mentioned examples as camping out for sneakers, going to stores, trying to find the sneakers that you wanted, being able to walk into a store and get the sneaker or sneakers of your choice that you wanted because they were still sitting on the shelves and weren't pieces that just automatically sold out, had limited stock, whatever the case may be. 
And if you think about hype today, what does it look like in terms of today's market, in terms of marketability and commercialization of sneakers? Well, back in the day, people found out through word of mouth, maybe even a commercial here or there. But when the Air Jordans first came out in the mid 1980s, commercials weren't nearly what they are today. I mean, television isn't what it was back then either. And today you have so much commercials, so many avenues in which you can get content. And there's so many different ways in which we can find out news. And I use the, the term news loosely because most of the news that we hear isn't necessarily news, but that's another, another show for another time. If you think about sneakers today, social media has such an influence on them that I think it's impossible not to recognize the fact that everything in some way is hyped. Sneaker news, Detroit sneaker bar, sneaker bar Detroit, excuse me, complex. That's a major one. YouTube channels, podcasts, Instagram, TikTok. We find out about everything that is coming out well before it comes out because what needs to happen today is we almost need to plan out our sneaker consumption because it's like, oh, I need to make sure that in October I either free up funds or I know what's coming out so that I can have all of my avenues prepared. I can make sure I have 800 sneakers apps open. I can make sure that I have web pages open, you name it. And groups like Soul Savvy and other groups that are trafficking in, giving you insider information so that you can better cop at retail are certainly just making tons and tons of money, I would think, from this paradigm. And we find out so much, all the details are actually ruined. We're never really surprised by anything anymore. A shock drop is really something that we knew about ahead of time. It just happens to have a very limited release before the fact that we know that's coming out. So if something is supposed to come out in December, maybe it has a shock drop in November, Thanksgiving, something like that. That is the only surprise that we get today. So in that way, we see so many different things that are coming out between now and a year from now that it feels very hyped because we see early pictures of something. And let's take the Trophy Room 7s. Now the Trophy Room 7s are going to be the most talked about shoe in 2023 or whenever they come out, I don't even know, because of all the drama that exists with Marcus Jordan and all the backdooring stuff from the Trophy Room 1 and all of that. We all know this, but they're hyped now because we've seen the design, we know exactly what the design elements were, and now it feels like we're just never gonna be surprised by it, and the hype is just gonna continue to continue to continue to roll. This happened with the Union Jordan 4s, the Union Dunks. We see the initial pictures, people are like, nah, that's trash. But what generally tends to happen is the more times we see it, the more times we hear about it, we're more and more excited about it. Or I guess the resellers are more and more excited about it because that is what sneakers represents today, is there is a, a major portion of sneaker culture, if you want, I mean, I guess it's part of the culture now that they're looking to get these shoes so that they can flip it for say, for a major profit. And again, no shade to them. Back in the day, you didn't find out what sneakers were until it was basically right on your doorstep. I mean, even looking back as, as far as 2014, which wasn't even that long ago, the Red October shock dropping, we didn't even know those were supposed to come out. I mean, there were rumors that these were something that had been created and Kanye had warned them, but we didn't know that that was going to be a release. And this is different from today. We're never really shocked by something that comes out. It's never something like an artist release an album that we're, oh my God, I didn't even know they were working on that. It's not the same today. And that wasn't even that long ago. So imagine this back in the 80s and 90s. You found out from your friends, if you saw somebody who had something, oh, yo, dude, what is that? You had catalogs, the East Bay catalog. Sneakers were in a lot more places, and I mean more commercial places back then. And you could go to sneaker shops like your mom and pop sneaker store who might have some Air Jordans and people didn't know that they had them. And then you found out in your town from somebody else who had them. 
to me, this is an important aspect of this because hype was really hype at its true nature and its quintessential form, which was something that was heavily marketed through a commercial. You actually physically saw it. I was actually watching TV the other day, and I don't know if this is applicable for anybody else, but I said to my wife, how many times have we watched a commercial today or in the last 10 or 20 years and said, I need to go out and buy that product? Isn't that the whole point of why commercials exist? Commercials exist to basically put commodities or ideas or services in our mental headspace. It's almost like when you're standing in line at the grocery store and there's all those random ass items that sit in the checkout area. It's for impulse buyers. And I can tell you that a lot of times when you're sitting there, you're waiting for your stuff to get checked out and you're like, yeah, I'll take a Snickers bar. And that's really what commercials are. We're watching our television, our shows, our movies, whatever. And all of a sudden there's an ad. And what we, what it is meant to do is give us kind of almost like subliminal messages to go buy that, consume that, what have you. But I think most of the time, when we see commercials for something that we're familiar with, we already either consume it or own it. And in sneakers, if you didn't know it was coming out and you saw a commercial for the next Air Jordan, maybe that had Spike Lee in it, maybe that had some other player, some other celebrity, that was how you knew. And then as the internet became something that was more common in the sneaker game, you had forums, you had chat groups, and that's how you started to hear about it. But it was all word of mouth. It was just more electronic. Today, we have pictures. We have detailed pictures of shoes before they ever come out. It's the new paradigm. And so I think everything is hype. But I wanted to ask a question, and this is a fundamental question, maybe even a call to action. If you are following me on Instagram, which is firefootwearpod, or you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, which is at Freights, I would love to know. Can Jordan Retros be considered hyped? Because I think if you are somebody who has been in the sneaker game for a long time, and maybe you have seen the different re-releases of all of these retros over the years, then maybe they are hyped because we don't see them very often. And, I, and don't get me wrong, the Travis Scotts of the world, the off-whites, those are unique. The designs themselves are unique, but they end up saturating it to the point that it becomes, to me, less valuable. So when we see the off-white dunk for the first time, those original three colorways had a great story behind them and just a very simple design element. They were cool. Now we've seen, what, the 50 collection? And how many of those are there? And I get it. The point is to give people the ability to have more. I think the Yeezy 350s are very similar. I know that the business avenue in which Kanye was trying to achieve was that he wanted to make sure that everybody could get a Yeezy that wanted a Yeezy. And that is a very genuine conquest for him. Now he's making a lot of money, but I can certainly see the value in that. But it takes away from the overall value of the design of the 350 when you see so many of those in the wild. That's the other crazy thing too is the fact that we don't ever see any of these shoes in the wild, I guess, unless we are around other people who are consuming the same shoes. Like I can tell you that when I see more than two hype sneakers in the same event or in the same space of time of wherever I'm at, that to me is like a unicorn. For instance, the other night or last week, I went to a concert and I saw the Travis Scott Low Fragments and I saw the Desert Ore Off-White Air Maxes. And I'm like, how are how is that in the same space at the same time? Like, that's actually pretty incredible to see two hype shoes that close to each other in that close of amount of time. I mean, it usually takes me a long time to see that. But see, that in the old days would be hype. If you saw somebody wearing a pair of shoes that you wanted, that would hype them up and you'd want to go get them. So the next time something came out, which again was probably fewer and far between. Now we have sneaker releases every weekend. And so I guess what I'm saying and what I'm asking you, is it possible that just everything is hyped? That there are no hype pieces anymore? That we can't separate the hype pieces from the regular shoes? That the general releases are just as hyped as the pieces that come out from Travis Scott because the demand for them is so great. The demand is high for every single one of them for reasons that are way outside the idea of what shoes even were supposed to be about in the first place. 
you were supposed to buy shoes because you like them and you wanted to wear them. And that is not the way that it is today. There is certainly a section of people that like to wear their shoes. I'm one of those people. I can tell you that I got asked recently why I was doing yard work in Yeezy 700s. And my thing is, they're shoes, you wear them. That's just what we do. That's what, just what I do. They're replaceable. Even if they are worth, quote unquote, hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the resale market, in my mind, a sneaker is something that can be replaced. There will always be something that comes out that can replace it. And if you're a collector, it's a different mentality. You're trying to collect, you wanna have all of these. And that's why I ask, can Jordan Retros be hyped? Because in my mind, whenever I see a classic being re-released, that to me is much more hype than anything that Travis Scott does. And I think at this point with designers like Travis Scott, with Off-White, and you got guys like Jay Balvin with Union, Ama Manier, I do wonder if at some point the allure of these designs is going to be, I guess, diminished because there's so many of them. Even the Ama Manier brand. When the Ama Manier 3 came out, that was such a great shoe, picked it for sneaker of the year. The Ama Manier 1 followed and that was nice as well. And now we've seen a 2 and now we're seeing a 4. And it just begs the question, does the design of it and the creativity of it take a little bit of a hit because we've seen it so much and now it's so hyped. We see it all the time. And when I see pictures so early about a shoe that I know is gonna be coming out, to me, it kind of ruins the experience. And I just wonder, has hype turned into something that is just, it is sneaker culture. Sneakers themselves, as a commodity, as an item, fashion piece, whatever it is, all of that is actually hype. If you wanna connect with me, let me know what you think hype is. What is something that is hyped for you? I would love to know. I'd love to know a story surrounding sneakers in general for you and just hype sneakers. Maybe a time you got them, maybe a pair that you have that you just absolutely love that doesn't matter whether it's hyped with other people, it's just something that you love. I would love to know. So get in touch with me on Twitter or Instagram, whatever. Before we get out of here, I just wanna say thank you again. Please support the Matty Ice Media Network. There's other podcasts on there that not only I am on, but other people are on. They're not sneaker related, but sometimes sneakers can kind of, you know, get into that a little bit. So if you wanna check those out, mattyicemedia.com is the website for all the other podcasts that we support. I appreciate everybody's time this week. I hope that you are well, and I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And as always, I will talk to you next week. Peace, everybody. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guest, and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.